No hits, no runs, no service. Let's play ball. Welcome in, everybody, to Leading Off right here on Fantasy Pros. It is me, Joey P. Joe Pizapia. That is Dan Harris. No hit Harris, as he's now going to be called forever and ever. And it's you, and we're talking all things baseball. Another home run call. That is good. I'm stretching the lead over Dan Harris just a little bit. Been a red-hot week. That's good. And we've got a lot of baseball to talk about, including... Another no-hitter, and I've got a new uh, banner ad here for you that uh, I want to run by you, Dan. It's going to be our new thing here if you go and uh, watch us over Fantasy Pros MLB. Uh, No hits, no runs, (laughs) no service. That's right. That's the new sign. We're going to hang this sign now. Uh, Now that I can do all these bells and whistles here and stupid things, I'm going to do more stupid things here. I think you realize that about me. But Dan, how is it going? No hits, no runs, no service. How's that going for you? Yeah, first of all, the fact that you figured out what you can do now with the screen during the show, I'm, I fear I fear for the people who are watching on YouTube. <laughs> Remember, youtube.com slash fantasy pros MLB. Uh, yeah, man, what they, the no hitters are just it's it's cheapening the entire thing. It, I mean, what is this? What do we have six right now? Not counting bum garners. Now, I'm they all bum against... garners. If you call that a game, then I'm calling it a no hitter. I so. am counting it. But if you whatever. call it a no hitter when six guys pitch it, which is I again, I think is just dumb. Yeah, I think it's less dumb to have a guy go seven innings and that's the game. and It's a no hitter. I think it's less. It, dumb. anyway, these six official ones are against three teams. I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's cheapening it. It's making me mad. Come on. So whatever. Kluber was great. Good smile once in a while. Corey Kluber or something like that. Did you see his postgame interview? Literally like this was the fine day. I had a nice time. It was good. No smiles. What's yeah, he's not exactly Mr. Personality. No. He never has been, but doesn't matter because let's start there with the three up. Corey Kluber, those a no-hitter against Texas, and uh, this was brought up on the internets on Twitter. Uh, they asked us, should we start calling no-hitters instead of home runs? It seems like yeah. it might be easier. I don't know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> serious. I mean, it re- I, what's the record? I, I Is it seven or eight I, it is. I have it in here. We're going to talk about okay. it today. No-hitters okay. in a season is seven. It's happened three times, 1990, 1991. And 2012. Man. So we'll get to some fun with that and review some of those seven no hitters because some of them I remember very distinctly, especially some of those ones in 1990. Because I remember, I want to say it was 1991 score. If you were a, a baseball card uh, moron like I was as a kid, uh, they had a whole series about the no hitters. They had all these cards. And I remember the Fernando Valenzuela one, there was a Randy Johnson one, all these ones that came out there. Also, uh, Fernando Tatis. This is why. You always start your premium guys, even in a short week, if they're only playing a few games. Came back from injury. Look what happened. Four for four and a home run to stolen base. That's what you want out of Tatis. And look, Charlie Morton. Signs of life. It's May. Yep. It's May. And all of a sudden, Castillo, Charlie Morton. Granted, the Mets lineup was pretty hilarious last night, but still, it was a good outing. Yeah. I mean, it was, look, you can't take away, uh, you know, good players do good things against crappy teams and that's basically what he did against that offense and he looked good and look Morton is a guy who we've talked about a bunch right now no I'm not buying him necessarily at spring prices or anything like that but I have not been quite as worried about him as most people seem to be his velocity Joe we talked about that a lot before the season that's really what the difference maker is for Morton when the velocity is up he's usually pretty effective when it's down he is not the velocity is up 
I think he's going to be fine. I think your buy low window may still be open with this. And as much as it was against the Mets and their triple A or double A or maybe single A lineup that they've got rolling out there, especially with no Alonzo, by the way. Cameron um, may have been hitting cleanup. It was, I it mean, was a sight to behold, but Jonathan VR keeps raking. I keep talking about him every day. Being cheap he is somebody, FanDuel. by the way. We haven't talked about him at all. I, I thought about yeah. whether we should a little bit because he is a guy, I mean, probably anything 12 teams or, or more that – He's going to steal some bases. He's hitting yeah. some home runs and he's playing every day, which really, if you knew Jonathan VR was going to play every single day, you would have drafted him, you know, in the probably late single digit rounds or something. So he's making a he, case to be an everyday player, even when people are healthy. Like, gotta find yeah, I mean, the lineup for him. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And again, with, you know, JD Davis is on his way back and everything like that. But you've got Jeff McD. I mean, he's going to be in that lineup for a while and he is somebody, you know, DFS or just season long leagues. You can really use. But in terms of, again, Morton in particular was a guy who I, I definitely was encouraged by. He looked good. His stuff looked good. So if you can still buy low, I would. All right. Speaking of velocity being down, let's do the downs. Otani's velocity was down yesterday. But I don't know. I don't want to overreact to this. Some guys go out there some nights. You just don't have it. Whatever that is. We'll keep an eye. There's been no other reports of him not feeling good or any kind of issues around it. But it's definitely something to monitor. Also, an important question that was asked yesterday. What's the plural when you own more than one Otani in a league. Like you have the pitcher and the hitter. Do yeah. you have the Otani? Is it the Otanis? Is uh, I we I don't know what the plural is. I, I don't I know. Think Otani is actually how I would like to do it. That's I think that's preference. right. That's good. The Otani. Okay. All right. I just wanna I just wanna I'll nail that it. down. Yeah. All right. The Otani. Uh, <laughs> actually, sounds like some sort of like group from Game of Thrones. Like, oh, the Otani are coming. We I always, sure I, always I kept thinking of, I kept thinking of Utini, which is what the Jawas say oh, in Star three, Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Look at that. Another Met to the IL because they don't have any of those. Taiwan yeah. Walker, who had pitched pretty well this year, so another side issue for him. Everyone's got problem with the sides. Maybe there's too much dancing in the clubhouse. I don't know. Mm, What's all the side stuff? Is everyone just yeah. twisting? Are they playing Twister? What, what's happening? I, I don't know what's happening just generally with the injuries, but everybody is hurt. Everybody on the Mets is hurt, but everybody, everybody hurts. Everybody hurts. I don't know. Sometimes. Whatever. We can't do anything about it. I mean, it just got to keep going like the Mets. Fantasy managers got to keep going with Alonzo, by the way. Again, it wouldn't even mention that. Everybody hurts. Oh, no. He's really going after it. I was just sort of like, Sometimes. Nah. you got it. Like All right. Today. I, I love it. I always have this near me just in case. Ah. All right, it comes up, and I haven't done it on this show. I used to do it all the time, but I think it's um it's gonna make a comeback here. The microphone, you're always ready to go. I love it. I got lots of stuff for lots of toys Mm -hmm. all around me. You're always ready. Any situation. (laughs) Let's talk about the twins. Nelson Cruz actually hit a home run yesterday, trolling Dan because he's picked Nelson Cruz so many times in the last week, and he either didn't play or didn't hit a home run. Then he hits a home run. But the Twins was their 15th home game of the year. They're now 14 and 27. Yeah. Dan, this is this is not good for the Twinkies. What's happening here? I don't know. It's really surprising. Uh, but it I mean, I don't know what they're going to wind up doing. This was a you know, I, I think the White Sox were favored to win the division, but only narrowly over the Twins. Like they came in, I think, at very uh, maybe a difference of one in their preseason win total. But. Yeah, obviously nothing's going on, so I wouldn't be surprised if eventually they start selling off pieces. Because, I mean, you're 14 and 27. That takes more than just like a little heater to get back right. They've got to go on a massive win streak, right? They've got to do better than just like your home run calls over here. They've got to go on like this massive sort (laughs) of swing. Let's not set the bar too high. Oh, I don't know. We'll, We'll see if some pieces start getting sold off. 
All right. So you asked and I had it prepared today because I knew oh. the people would want to know the answer to this. So 1990, here you go. You ready? Yep. Combined no hitter, Mark Langston and Mike Witt. Oh, Mike Witt for the California Angels. Wow. Then California Angels, Randy Johnson, Nolan Ryan, Dave Stewart, Fernando Valenzuela, Terry Mulholland when he was pitching for the Phillies. Wow. And Dave Steeb, who had teased a no hitter so many times before that. I least, man, if Dave Steeb pitched for the Yankees or the Red Sox and not the Blue Jays, Dave Steeb might be a Hall of Famer. Like, Dave Steeb was an incredible pitcher that got zero credit because he pitched in Toronto. And then in 91, Oh, guess who again? Nolan Ryan with another no hitter. Tommy Green, blast of the past from the Phillies. Then, then you have the uh, the last Orioles no hitter before we had the John Means one, which was Bob Malaki, uh, Mike Flanagan, Mark Williamson, and Greg Olson combined. Then El Presidente, Dennis Martinez, uh, Wilson Alvarez of the then Chicago White Sox, another blast from the past. Brett Saberhagen of the Royals, Kent Merker, Mark Wallers, and Alejandro Pena combined for the Atlanta Braves in 1991. And then when you all the way dump to uh, 2012, where we had a bunch of them also, it was Homer Bailey, Felix Hernandez, Matt Kane, uh, incredible combined Seattle Mariners one with Kevin Millwood and a bunch of other guys, uh, Johan Santana, Jared Weaver, Philip Humber. That was your grouping. And I remember the Philip Humber one. Actually. Of course. I remember that one quite well. Another uh, former Met there. So, sure. uh, so those are some of the names. You like that little trip down uh, Amnesia no, Lane? How'd that work? I tell you why I don't. I tell you why I don't like it. Um, I uh, used to cry a lot as a young kid. <laughs> cried every time I struck out at Little League. Cried every time I went away from my oh, parents. Yeah. I was a crier. As I got older, I somehow killed that part of myself. Okay. And uh, I'm. <laughs> God, this is at, a dark story this, for this is nine a dark in the story. morning. Um, very, very, very. It wasn't a big day yesterday. We don't have a big DFS site. I can tell a story. So I killed that part <laughs> of myself. And I'm not an emotional human other than with the kids who I love and stuff like that. I'm very logic driven, whatever. I have cried probably once in the last 15 years. And that cry was oh, when Johan Santana, Santana threw the first Mets no hitter, mainly because I missed it because my wife and I were on, I watch every game and my wife and I were on our first date since we had moved to New oh, Hampshire in like no. two years or whatever. Of all the nights. That's and the I, I, I was out at a comedy club. Seth Myers is from my town and I was looking and I got so many texts and I ran out to my car and I heard the last out and as did, I broke down and my father had passed away. And I thought that, you know, recently, and I thought that he would have enjoyed it, but now, no-hitters are like, whatever. Who cares? Everybody throws a no-hitter. and for Dime me, a dozen. Right. The Mets throwing a no-hitter is still, like, one of my favorite baseball memories. And now, like, every team has, like, 45 no-hitters this year in particular. So, whatever we need to do to stop the no-hitters and make them special again, I'm all for it. There is my dark story for the morning. Sorry I want to talk more. No, I want to talk more about the killing this inner child of yours. No, that well, that's First something all, for my therapist, a, okay? Crying, crying is, a, is a sign of strength. If I just want everybody to know there. Emotion is good. I cry, I cry every day. I cry I, every I, day. I, I, I agree. Don't I laugh, be like cry, me. I think, just like Jimmy Valvano used to say. If you do that, that's a full day. And I Don't think that's be a, a pod person, as my wife and mother call me, a pod person, oh, because nice. I lack emotion. Don't do that. Stay stay true to yourself, okay? Cry all day. Let's go. Let's talk about baseball. This is this is, this is terrible. Amazing. Off the rails. My bad. This is the greatest. This is Sorry the one that wins that. us an award. I just yeah. want everybody to know. Or, all or right. Uh, if you've the got air. questions yeah. there, make sure you drop them in the chat. We'll talk about those. We'll try to get to your questions for the Peanuts and the Cracker Jacks. In the meantime, uh, let's shift gears. No uh, no more no-hitter talk. I'm, I'm done. And that's the sad part. It cheapens it. And if you want to know why this keeps happening, it's two reasons. Number one, nobody changes two-strike approach, okay? Two-strike approach, everybody's going up there with the same exact 
uh, approach, and that's not good for baseball, period. And then the other thing is, you know, we're at a point where the um, the the problem with this league is, once again, there's the haves and have-not teams. You know, the Mariners are a team that's just not competitive. The Texas Rangers are a team, you look at the roster, it's it's not, it's not middling. It's just not, okay? And, and the, the Pittsburgh Pirates are another roster. It's not a good roster. It's not a major league roster. And yet they're talking about expanding the league again, and that just drives me crazy. And uh, that's that's all I got to say about that. All right, uh, Trey Mancini, let's talk about good news. How about yep. comeback player of the year? How about yep. all that Trey Mancini? Two mm-hmm. home runs for him, four for five. He's got 38 RBI that leads the league. Oh, it feels so good because yeah. we were we were team Mancini, you and me. Yep. And I love this. This makes me happy. This might make me cry because I'm so happy about it. It's Dan, fine. Lucas Giolito also, 11 Ks. Told you so. We told you get back in Giolito as soon as you can. Get back on that train. Make deals for him. And if you did, you did well. Yep. Uh, so Mancini and Giolito, two things going in the right direction right now. Yeah, Mancini, great. Uh, and, uh, you know, I... I will definitely give you kudos. We were both on him, but you really did not waver whatsoever when he got off to the slow start. You were very much of a, and we both were, but you more than I. Yeah, he was out, you know, I missed a year of baseball. Like he's got to get back into it. He looks great hitting in that park, of course, as we know, but he's been the real, real bright spot from our many preseason calls, frankly, of of guys who we were higher on than the industry. Mancini was kind of the poster child. And Giolito, yeah, nothing whatsoever to worry about. And, you know, look, he, he mixed it up a little bit yesterday just to, you know, probably wants to get back on track. He threw his changeup a lot more. He got a lot of swings and misses with it. Zero concerns about Giolito going forward. He is one of the handful of locked-in guaranteed aces that is worth a fortune in a trade. Troy in the chat uh, has a different opinion. He wants to say that uh, comeback player of the year is Gerald Dempsey Posey. Uh, wrong. <laughs> comeback player of the year is not a guy that sat out. Comeback player of the year is a guy that had cancer and came back and has leading the league in RBI. So yeah. I'm happy about Buster Posey. Posey's fantastic. Posey's a good year. What are you, three for no. five yesterday, I think, yeah, right? I mean, like 373. I don't He's know. been fantastic. That Giants pitching doesn't quit. <laughs> That's why Kevin, Kevin Gossman's got That's the ERA yeah. uh, under zero. I think it's yeah. under zero if it's Fantastic. negative. It's got a negative Correct. ERA. Uh, Joe Musgrove, 11Ks, big strikeout performance against who? Oh, the Rockies. That's right. My favorite swing and miss team. Trevor Rogers goes the deepest he ever has in a game, seven and two thirds. I'm telling you, special, special pitcher alert here. Eight Ks, two walks, one earned for him. And yes, Buster Posey is hitting 374. And that's great. That's fine. Yeah. But I want to talk about Kevin Gossman instead. Yep. Eight Ks against the Reds. I mean, Kevin Gossman is becoming the pitcher that the Orioles had in their grasp that they thought he was going to be. And the mismanagement in the last decade of him, Dylan Bundy, and Jake Arietta is stunning to me. How that organization just failed. And if you think about you know, developing pitchers and what organizations do it well and which organizations don't. The Orioles got to be like at the bottom of the list, I feel like. It's just, it's like them and the Pirates, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> just think they send off guys and all of a sudden they start doing well. Yeah, the Orioles in particular have been terrible for years. Like we talked about that, even with Dylan Bundy, when he left the Orioles and went to the Angels, it wasn't quite so much about how the Angels have this incredibly advanced you know, advanced analytical, you know, coaching staff that could fix him. It was, oh, he's out of Baltimore. Like he'll be fine now because Baltimore really is where pitchers kind of go to die, except John Means, who is just still crushing it. So Gossman, yeah, I mean, I guess six, six innings, 
uh, six shutout innings with uh, eight Ks. His splitter, look, we we always knew the splitter, right? Because when he leaned into the splitter and it was working, he was pretty much untouchable, but he wouldn't always throw consistently. But his fastball is also performing extraordinarily well right now. There's not, I you know, I, I did the trade chart yesterday, Joe, and I, I kind of was like, God, how high do I move Gossman? He's still probably too low just because I've seen spurts from him before and then he falls off. But realistically, there's nothing underlying his numbers that means you should doubt him. And again, the Giants, as we talked about, they're basically now the polar opposite of what the Orioles are. Like, come to us. We will make you an excellent pitcher. And that's kind of what's going on. <laughs> it's, it's stunning. I mean, all those guys yeah. in the Giants right now. And you know what? I'm, in a weird way, I'm kind of rooting for the Giants to be that third wheel in the West that just kind of ruin things. Because I, I like I like stories like that. The team that comes out of nowhere, it just kind of ruins the, the chalk of the Dodgers and the Padres. Like, oh, here come the Giants. The Giants yep. are kicking around. And they're not going anywhere. If that pitching holds, I don't know if it will. But right now, they're not going anywhere. Great yep. question here. Uh, Tim Jackson, okay, to drop Joey Gallo. I uh, already have Nick Cassianos, Kyle Tucker, Ozuna, Verdugo, Hanager, Loriano, Kalanick. Yes, I think it is okay in a 10-team head-to-head league if your outfield's that good. Uh, yep. If you can't trade them and nobody wants them, yeah, drop them. That's fine. 10-team leagues, shallow like that. You yep. are stacked in the outfield. I think it's okay, right? Yeah, I mean, with that team, for sure. I mean, Joey, uh, my opinion of Joey Gally, Gallo has changed very little uh, since before. Wait, I realize he hasn't Joey been. Callow or Joey? Joey uh, C-A-L-L-O. Ah, okay. um, I yeah. have not really changed my opinion on Gallo, but in a 10-team league, with that outfield, you can absolutely let him go. All right, very good. Let's uh, let's keep moving on here with some of these other performances from yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, Randy Rosarena with his two home runs. Good outing for him. Yep. Garrett Richards, you know, that's another one, too, where you know, Garrett Richards has a good outing. But, you know, I, I still him, Pavetta, Eovaldi. I just I don't have a good feeling here about this Red Sox pitching staff as the season goes on. So although it's good now, I'm concerned. Corbin Burns, I mean, finally walked a guy. So the streak yeah. is dead. But right. at the same time, how about this? How about nine strikeouts for him? And of course, the bullpen blows in. Of course, you know, they don't score enough runs to really win. Uh, Corbin Burns. The 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 Milwaukee Brewers right now, again, this is great for your ratios, bad for your win totals. I just feel like that's going to be the story of the season for these guys. Yeah, I, look, I try not to go too crazy about wins unless it's a truly, truly terrible team. Like if you're playing on the like if you were pitching for the Tigers, I think I, I dock you a bunch of wins. The Brewers right now are they have no offense whatsoever. But, I you know, I'm not devaluing a guy like Burns because I worry about his win totals. But. It's just going to be a little annoying. Hey, they scored four yesterday. I think that should be fine. The bullpen blew it for Burns. But yeah, Burns, though, still, you know, continues to look phenomenal. There's very little to make me doubt his performance overall. As for Richards, it's actually been great since, like, he got lit up in the first three innings and the next 45. He's been pretty good. But mm -hmm. yeah, he just he's never like even yesterday. He wasn't like, you know seven hits and four walks, right? Like you always feel like he's on the verge of imploding and then he manages to hold it together. So with those guys, Pavetta, like you mentioned, and Richards and Avaldi, I just, yeah, like, I don't know. I pick pick your spots, I guess, but I'm not ready to rely on them regularly. Zach Greinke at 8Ks last night. The yeah. uh, velocity was way up from 61 to 64. So you got to look at that. That's very uh, encouraging. <laughs> All right, let's talk some uh, some closer stuff. James Karinchak got a save. Is he the guy? I might be back to back days now with the save. Yeah. And and again, the thing with you know class A was he was brought in in the eighth and he faced the eight, nine, and one hitters. So right, so that's not like oh we want him to come in early to face the heart of the lineup. This is a guy who was like no we want Karen Jack to face the heart of the lineup. So 
do I think Karen Jack gets every save going forward? I do not. I think let's say we'll still get in there, but this is, I mean, if you own or if you roster Karen Jack, you've, you're happy no matter what, because even when he doesn't get the save, his numbers have been ridiculous. So still think it's more of a one, a one B and both guys are rosterable. All right. Let's uh, hit some of these other notes real fast. Kendall Marte reinstated from the IL. Good news. Yep. Rizzo out with the back. Bad news. Kirilov begins a minor league right rehab assignment, uh, or he actually did on Wednesday, so hopefully maybe by the weekend, fingers crossed, yep. we get him back. If not, maybe Monday, Tuesday, um, but he did homer on Wednesday, so obviously Kirilov looks right. That's a good thing. Noah Syndergaard threw four scoreless innings. I got the Mets need somebody to yeah. play baseball. Getting Syndergaard would give this team a nice big shot in the arm. Uh, mm-hmm. And Senzel Mustakis were out, as well as Victor Robles, who was out. He's undergoing a precautionary MRI. Uh, or He left that say. game, by the way. You yeah. know, Robles, I, very briefly, because Robles was another guy mm-hmm. we were high on. He, I, I, you know, hey, look, <laughs> a lot of shit. Look, we're not going to hit a thousand. Look, Bucks. No, no, no. But, but Mancini, I'm you, great. Robles, terrible. Hey, but I'm telling it. you, though, he was he was coming around. He was hitting he the was. ball hard. And he, you know, one of these things like, God, you know, you can take an injury, right? You can take one if it happens, but rounding the bag and you step on first or something or the, or the step after first and you roll your ankle. I mean, I hope that x-rays are fine. That was really annoying because this is something where he'll probably be fine, but he'll have to sit a few days and then he'll come back and he'll lose this hot streak that he was on. But he was starting to come around. So he might be a guy if he does wind up being healthy that I would look to buy dirt cheap because people are still basically writing him off. And he had started to really find a swing in recent weeks. So he's a guy I might be targeting, assuming that he is uh, he avoided serious injury with this one. All right, here's a good question here from one of the Peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Jesse wants to know, someone inexplicably dropped Kenta Maeda. I can explain it. He's been terrible. Uh, in a 12-team head-to-head league, I still wouldn't drop him. How much fab do I spend to buy on him or buy low on him? I guess here's my thing. At this point, let's say you had $100 to start. Maybe mm-hmm. you're, what, in the 60s is best here at this yeah. point in the season? I mean, probably less. But, I mean, I would definitely go towards the 15 to you know $20 range here. I would be aggressive if yep. you want to be overly aggressive, you got to go over 20, I imagine. But look, if if Maeda gets right, this is a difference maker pitcher. How aggressive would you be? Let's say you had 60 bucks left. How far would you go? Uh, I mean, I think you said, what, 15 to 20? That's yeah. probably in the range that I would go. I mean, I'm I'm optimistic now. He's got this, this groin strain thing that he's going to attempt to pitch through uh tomorrow i think it is or this weekend anyway so i i'm a little concerned about his long-term outlook but a guy like maeda in a 12-team league like has to be rostered so if you have zero dollar bids if those are allowed then i would possibly be even more aggressive and go up to like 50 percent of my remaining budget so if you have 60 i might go as high as 30 but yeah 15 to 20 is kind of easy for me you gotta you gotta buy low on these guys like who have an established track record of performance all right, how about this one from Joel? Joel wants to know, when's the right time to IR stash Syndergaard and Sale, both available in a 10-team league? Now, they're both available because it's a 10-team league. I would say right. now on Syndergaard. Now? Now on both, probably, but now on Syndergaard for sure. Your thoughts, Dinger Dan? You have to pick up Syndergaard right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, don't, like, get off. Still stop, there. stop, stop watching us for now. Give us a like, but stop watching us. Go pick <laughs> him up and come back because he's, he's on the verge. Sale... If you can stash them, first of all, just stash them. Like if you have an IL spot, stash them. Sale, I, I don't think we're going to see for at least a month. So you can wait if you want to for a little bit. But Syndergaard is kind of on the verge right now. So go get him immediately. The only thing hotter than my home run calls this week is the Lawnmower 4.0 and its hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. That's right. 
Get your mower out and show it off loud and proud. The 4.0 is here. It's waterproof, so you can uh, trim yourself in the shower or just stand outside your front lawn with a hose and hose yourself down and manscape at the same time just so everybody knows you're the house to avoid on Halloween. There's so many cool things about it. It's got the longest lasting battery length ever. The charger is very compact. It's got that skin safe technology, the new guard lengths, the 4K uh, LED light, some incredible stuff here. And again, it can be yours. If you use the code leading off, go to manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. If you use that code leading off again, that's manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. Your boss will thank you. Now tonight is really nothing in DFA. It's a four game night yeah. slate. You know, you have some of the afternoon games and stuff if you want to get involved with that. But look, just real quick, it's Atlanta and Boston for me. Um, that's, that's where I'm going here. Alcantara is kind of the arm that's going to be very chalky. If you want to go different, maybe Pavetta, eh, maybe you can go that route, but it's a little yep. scary because, you know, that team does hit that he's going again. So I, I don't know. To me, this is almost like a stay away kind of night because I don't love anything, but I do have a home run call and I love this one. It's Freddie Freeman. Let's go. I want to keep yeah. this team alive. I'm going, uh, going with Freddie Freeman tonight. That's where I'm going. And uh, Dan Harris, uh, where are you going tonight? Because you picked a Red Sox last night, and everybody else on the Red Sox hit a home run. I know. Except for the guy oh. you picked. Verdugo, oh, J.D. Have... Martinez, right? I, I think uh, the ghost of Babe Ruth, Mike Greenwell, Ellis Burks, all hit home runs. Everybody came back and hit a home run, except the guy you picked. It's terrible. I don't know what's oh, going on Oh, I should pick him again. I mean, realistically, right? Well, That's that was do, my but... thing with Soto. I said, look, I'm I on know. it. I'm going to double down and I doubled down and I got the dinger. That's what well, I won't. Uh, I won't punish Rafael Devers for picking him again so that he won't hit one again against the lefty mats. I'll go back to J.D. Martinez. I I, I think that, uh, you know, again, the wind is blowing in from left and it's you watch that game like the players are basically falling over from that wind. But it's also boiling hot in a little league park. So I think that's not going to be enough to keep it down. So I will go with J.D. Martinez in this one. All right. So there you go. J.D. Martinez, Freddie Freeman. Follow us on Twitter if there's any updates or any needs for anything else there, if there's something changes. Uh, I did also, I always do this every week for the TV show, because uh, if you can't get enough of me here, obviously you can watch Sports Grid and see me every Sunday morning for two hours talking with Matt Stryker. But um, I always do this way. I always like to look at the last 15 days of some of the hitters. Check mm -hmm. out some of these stats here. Max Muncy's got an OPS over 1,200, four home yep. runs. He's got 10 walks, too. Over that span, 10 walks, yeah. 12 strikeouts. So Max Muncy getting it done right now. Nolan Arenado, five home runs, 10 RBI, hitting 380. Trey yeah. we talked about red hot he is. He's got a slugging over 700. Kyle Tucker's got a slugging over 700 and an OBP over 400. And Nick Castellanos uh, is hitting 375 over his last 11 games. Also, throwing in there, Jose Altuve has been excellent as well. So those are some yeah. of the guys red hot right now. And Muncy's the one to me that's so fascinating, Dan, because for Muncy, it's the walks. You know, there's a guy we think of as a strikeout guy. But when you start to walk like that, that to me kind of perks my attention a little bit. I think something, by the way, that people, you know, I know there are some leagues at least that are moving to OBP instead of batting average. And, you know, the Justin Mason Barf League, well, there's a Nerf League, the New England sort of fantasy league, which I am in with a bunch of other, our boy, uh, Dan Strafford, of course, is in that as well. Oh, and Strafford's in that. Strafford's oh, in it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And look, with an OBP league, I mean, I love Max Muncy coming into the year anyway, just because I'm obsessed with position flexibility like that. Mm -hmm. But in OBP league, absolutely, because he has always walked a ton, but he is this year. He's been at one point. I felt like he walked like eight straight plate appearances or something like that. 
Muncie, like with his position flexibility, with his raw power, with his ability to get on base, he's a huge asset that I feel like is always undervalued. And I've caught a lot of flack for where he is on the trade chart. But for me, he's always a guy who I would give up like a significant asset to acquire. So he's he's just solid and getting it done, especially if you're in an OBP league. He's gold. How about some of these guys over the last three starts? Max Scherzer, 1.56 ERA, 29 Ks, 6 walks. Uh, Kevin Gossman, 0.90 ERA, 27 Ks, just three walks. Um, Zach Wheeler, 25 to 1 K walk ratio over those yeah. three starts. I mean, that's sell. I mean, it's not going to get any better than this. I beg you, everybody, look, Zach Wheeler, this is what he does. And the next thing you know, it's going to be a four ERA. Well, very quickly, time. what, what, where do you have Zach Wheeler? Would you think in your, in your starting pitcher, right? It's like ballpark. <sighs> Give me a guy who's around where you well, think that Brandon would Woodruff, be. I would have over him. So would I, I, um, I agree with that. To me, it's like, I would have the low. I think he's a high, he's a, he's a number two. He's a really good number two who's pitching like a high end one right now. Well, but you that's can't what sell, you don't think you can. Sell. All right, hold on. Ready I think you can. I think right now, really? if you gave me Noah Syndergaard and a pitcher right now, like if you give me Castillo and Syndergaard or something like that for uh, Zach Wheeler, all day, baby, all day. Okay, let's go. Zach Wheeler or Lance Lynn, rest of season. Lance Lynn. Zach Lance Wheeler Lynn. or just body type alone. That guy's awesome. Uh, you love the beard. I Zach do. Wheeler or uh, <laughs> Hyunjin Ryu. Uh. That's interesting. Um, yep. In a head-to-head points, I want the strikeouts, so I would probably lean towards Wheeler. But in a roto categories, I think the ratios over the long haul will be better with Ryu. Even last one, league. last one, Zach Wheeler mm-hmm. or Luis Castillo. Uh, straight up. Well, you gotta look. Castillo's crushed you right now. Castillo's the better pitcher. If I was behind in the standings, I take the shot with Castillo. Okay. If I'm in first, I'm just gonna keep Wheeler and not mess with a streak all right so you you and i are basically simpatico and how we view it because those were the guys like right around it right around where i have wheeler ranked and you're like oh this is the lynn is above him i agree very good definitely good of course lance lynn i mean come on can't get wrong fear the beard guy right there and he helps you pick out all the paint samples that love very true hey uh lance is that your name lance could you tell me where i could find a socket wrench i don't know it's not my aisle i could talk to somebody else for you that's totally lance lynn it's exactly what it's like the guy who has no idea in lowe's or the home depot where anything is except whatever is in his aisle that's it <laughs> you notice that it's always well that's not oh maybe talk to rich rich <laughs> might have an idea where that is i have no idea you it's laugh true. because it's true all right <laughs> also what's true is we want to give you free stuff so yep. go right now to fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. We're giving away a Vladdy Guerrero autograph ball. Thanks to our friends at Pristine Auction. So all you got to do, again, leave that review on Apple Podcasts or CastBox. Screenshot it. Fill out the form at fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. And you are entered to win for free and entered to win anything else that we give away. Thanks to Pristine Auction over these next few months. Uh, Dan Harris, you seem like you have something uh Exciting to uh, add into this. Mm-hmm. It is not exciting. Mike Mayer in oh. the chat tells us that uh, the Reds just put Mike Moustakas on the IL. So oh, everybody no. look out for that with their early game today. No, but the one thing I will say is there we go. Joe, well done. Um, The one thing I will say is the reading of the reviews or the expressing appreciation for the reviews. Uh, people seem to enjoy that. So they reached out to me to somebody who, you know, a couple of people who I read their reviews or responded to them like that. So I'm just going to do that every month. If you leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts in particular, because that's what I have, I will, at the end of the month, express our appreciation in the same way I did that way. So you get to enter the contest for the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. signed baseball, and you get to hear your name, if you want, read on the show at the end of the month. That's all. 
That's right. And the big takeaway from today's show, no hits, no runs, no surface. That's right. Get your butt out of this house. Get out of here. You don't belong here. We're not going to serve you unless you're throwing no hitters. That's it. That's all you got here. Uh, also, remind everybody, go to manscaped.com. Get your 20% off and free shipping. Use that code leading off. Your balls will thank you, and we thank you, as always, for hanging out with us on the show. That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. For Dan Harris, I'm Joe Pizzapia. We'll see you next time, kids. Bye.